You are listening to Agency Work, and this is Season 3, where the focus of the conversations will be on collaboration. I am your host, Parker Plaisted. Today, I am talking with Morgan Witham, Tyler Pease, and Crystal Douglas from CoLab, a local digital agency here in Richmond, Virginia. Morgan is the Chief Operating Officer, Tyler is a UX Strategist, and Crystal is a UX UI Designer. Morgan, Tyler, and Crystal, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Great Hi, to be how here. are you? Good. This could be fun having all all of us. There are four of us in the room today. <laughs> all right. So today our discussion will focus on how the team at CoLab works with their clients to define a project and get clarity on the scope and deliverables. And then Tyler and Crystal will tell us about their contributions and how they collaborate on projects. But first, let's get a little background on this agency called CoLab. Morgan, will you do the honors of providing a brief overview of the work that CoLab does for its clients? Yes, thank you. CoLab is a digital agency that focuses on website design and development, web-based application development, as well as integrations, voice technology, and what we call digital strategy. Um, what we are going to dive in today really focuses on part of the process that leads up to our website design and development and how we have created a process that we think is pretty unique uh, with a very heavy focus on uh, what we'll talk about is the discovery and strategy phase of our process and the importance of that, what we glean out of that and how that tees up what we build for our clients and what we deliver at the end, as well as how it sets us up to execute those success for our clients. Morgan, thank you. I think that gives us a good context for our conversation today. But the two primary players today are Tyler and Crystal. So I need to hear a little bit more about their roles on the team. Tyler, tell us about your role at CoLab. Sure. Uh, so I am a user experience strategist at CoLab. Uh, and I feel like that title can mean a lot of different things at a lot of different agencies. But at CoLab, that means I'm specifically focused on uh, two primary things. One is the business objective of whoever the client is. Uh, and two is the audience objective. So who, uh, who the user is that's going to be using whatever digital application we build, uh, making sure that both of those needs are met in the application we build. Uh, and the way that takes form is through things uh, like research activities, which, which we'll talk about, I'm sure. Um, and wireframing is, is one of the key deliverables um, uh, that I also work on. Uh, so that's, that's sort of the focus of what my role is. Cool. All right, Crystal, what is your role at CoLab? Uh, yeah, so I am a user experience, user interface designer or UX, UI designer. Um, and my primary primary role is um, focusing on the UI, focusing on establishing a visual aesthetic um, and the overall visual des design direction. Um, I do take a lot of what Tyler does in UX strategy and refine and expand on that strategy. Um, and you hear a lot of people in this industry call themselves creative problem solvers, but that title is very valid for what we do. Uh, a lot of what I do is thinking strategically. Um, a lot of my designs have to be uh, thoroughly thought out. Um, if your design doesn't have any meaning or thought or strategy behind it, it does fall flat and essentially you failed. So a lot of what I do is thinking strategically and then implementing that into design. Thank you, Tyler and Crystal. Morgan, I'm going to ask you to get back in the conversation, and I'm going to start off by reading a quote from your website. So on the website, you have this statement that says, we listen with curiosity, understanding the big picture lets us solve the right problems with the right answers. 
And I think that's a, a good description of our conversation today around collaboration and how you, one, work with the client to understand what the requirements are, and then work with the team to deliver on those requirements. So I'm going to ask you to expand on that a little bit. I'd love to. And I think that, um, first of all, uh, glad that you noticed that on the website, because I think that that was very intentional. It describes our approach. And I think it also describes a part of our process um, that helps us execute really successfully. A lot of times we have clients coming to us with an idea of what they need to solve or what they want to accomplish. But oftentimes we find that is not the full picture. We find that there are questions we need to ask, questions they may have not even thought of themselves that we need to tease out to figure out what are the bigger business goals that they're trying to achieve? What are some of the pain points that they are having? How does that build up into the rest of their their organization and what their broader goals are, not just as it relates to uh, the tool that we are building. And so we're trying to get this very holistic picture through our process so that we are, in fact, solving the right problem. Um, where I think this this process and, and um, this type of work has a tendency to go off the rails is if we lose sight of the ultimate goal that we're trying to achieve. Um, nobody comes to us with just wanting uh, a pretty website or simply wanting um, a, a custom application that allows them to streamline something operationally, there is always an ultimate bigger goal that they're trying to achieve. And if they cannot articulate that that at the beginning, or, or even if they can, we always really work to refine that so that we are establishing the problem that we're trying to achieve, the goals that our client is trying to achieve, and then ensuring that every part of that process, whether it is the aesthetic decisions that we make, whether it is the way that we build a CMS, that every decision we make always ladders up to those goals and always works to achieve those goals. And a big part of what we're going to talk about today is specifically the interaction that Tyler has as the strategist, how that informs the work that Crystal does. What we do not have represented here today is the development side, which is equally as, as important and equally as involved at the very beginning of this process so that we can start collectively and collaboratively as a team figuring out what are the things that we need to think about ahead of time so that we can avoid pitfalls? How do we approach this with a very holistic view versus operating in silos and having a lot of nuance fall between the cracks? That's what we are really trying to solve for, and that's what our process is really trying to mitigate. So back to the quote, we listen a lot. We ask a lot of questions, and we listen, and we find that is the best way we know to then really well articulate the problem. And then once we've established that right problem, it's our job then to execute the solution. So uh, another way I sum this up is by saying we ask a lot of why so that we can accurately define the what, and then we collaborate both internally as a team as well as with our client to figure out the how. And um, that sounds a lot easier than it is to execute. And I think what you're going to hear today is a, a lot of what that nuance is that goes into it with um, the real experts in this room, which is Tyler and Crystal. 
So with that said, what I'd love to do now is actually turn it straight over to Tyler and and have him talk about the process that he goes through on the strategy side, um, some of the exercises that he he works with our clients on, um, what he's trying to tease out of that, and then at the end, what he is ultimately uh, working with Crystal on so to give to give the listeners a sense of how that process really works for us. Sure. So my uh, sort of introduction to the project is often uh, with our project manager, we'll meet with the client after there's been a sales handoff, there's been a statement of work signed, uh, sort of all the technicalities behind that. Uh, The project manager and I will meet with the client and sort of do an introductory call uh, just to get some background and sort of, uh, you know, introduce everyone, introduce the team. Uh, And then we'll go internally and have a kickoff meeting, which is where uh, myself, the project manager, the designer, developer, programmer, whoever needs to be on the team uh, will be onboarded to the process. And so we'll get background on the client. Uh, some of what uh, has been discussed in sales up to this point, uh, just to get a general sort of idea of, of, of what the client relationship looks like, what the project will look like. Uh, from there, uh, it's really then just me preparing for the discovery meeting, which is sort of the primary kickoff with our client. Uh, so that looks like uh, I'll do a lot of uh, competitor analysis. So looking at their competitive space, uh, both digitally and outside uh, the digital space, um, you know, what are their competitors doing that we think is, is effective? Um, and I think it's important to know, not just direct competitors, Competitors, but uh, competitors in the digital space that might be setting expectations for users. Uh, so a good example might be if there is a like a, a food service brand that might be offering recipes on their website as a as a way to promote products. Looking at uh, like allrecipes.com, which is a very popular uh, recipe website, seeing what they're doing, even though they're not a direct competitor, uh, users' experience and expectations are being set by those larger brands. So identifying what that competitive landscape looks like uh, is a big part of it, uh, and then of course looking at analytics on their website, uh, how are users moving through the site that we can uh, you know, see through, through tools like Google Analytics, uh, Google Tag Manager, things like that, uh, as well as doing some general background research on um, you know, what, we, what we can glean from the current website, uh, any documentation that the client has provided. Uh, we also provide the clients uh, with what we call a client homework, which is basically just a questionnaire that we have them fill out, uh, which gives us some, some quick background information about sort of how they see themselves, what pain points they've had with the website. Uh, and that tees us up really well for the uh, discovery meeting, which again is, is sort of the main kickoff. Um, that, that meeting is usually uh, a half a day, three to four hours, uh, potentially longer if it needs to be. Um, but what we're trying to, to achieve in that discovery meeting uh, is really threefold. It's one, to understand the brand as a whole, to understand uh, what their tone looks like. Uh, uh, and a lot of that comes down to uh, Crystal's work or whoever the designer is, understanding their tone of voice, how that presents itself visually, um, how they like to communicate. Uh, so just sort of large brand uh, ideals, pulling those out. Uh, the second is business objectives. So more tactically, uh, what is the business trying to achieve? What is the organization trying to achieve? And that's just not not just through uh, the digital space, but the business as a whole. Um, whatever uh, digital application we build, uh, it doesn't live on its own. It's not siloed. It lives in an ecosystem that the whole, uh, you know, sort of brand has or the whole whole business experience. Uh, so we want to make sure that whatever we're building fits into the larger picture of their business. Uh, you know, what does their revenue model look like? Can the website help, um, you know, help drive that? Um, if it's an internal application like an intranet, uh, how are their uh, internal users um, or their their employees going to use that intranet to help further their business? 
subjective. So we want to understand really clearly uh, what their business looks like. And the third piece we're trying to understand is the audience. Who is going to be using the application? Who's going to be visiting the website? Uh, we want to make sure that we're tying those audience needs and those business needs uh, together, making sure that those things overlap well, uh, that we're not so focused on the business that we create a poor experience for users, that they're frustrated uh, navigating a website. Uh, but we also don't want to make sure that you know if we're too focused uh, on the audience, that sounds bad. Maybe you never can be too focused on the audience, but we want to make sure that the tools we're building that are easy to use for, for the audience ultimately ladder up to a business objective. Um, that's part of the reason clients come to us is it's not just to have a prettier website it's to have a, or, or a prettier application. It's to have an application that functions well. Uh, so we want to make sure that we're achieving all those goals. Uh, so that's really the focus of the uh, discovery meeting. And the way we tease that information out um, is through, we'll do a lot of uh, activities we try to do. So things like uh, card sorting or activities like uh, stinky fish is a, is an activity which or boat anchors is kind of another name for it. Basically just identifying uh, what is going to throw a wrench into this project. Uh, we have all these goals. That's great. Uh, but as soon as we start building, we know things are going to come up. Are those internal risks? Are those external risks? Is it risk with technology? Um, identifying those. Uh, and so stinky fish is a, is a, a activity we'll do um, to tease that out or, uh, or an activity like uh, remembering the future, which is basically, it's a really simple question. Think uh, six months post-launch, we've launched the site. Uh, what does your business look like now, uh, now that we've launched the site or the application uh, that's different than how it looked before? Um, and even just that simple change of, of frame of mind of thinking, uh, you know, putting yourself in a future state and looking back sort of changes your perspective, uh, but it still gets at, you know, we're gathering business requirements at that at that point. Um, so it's all those little activities uh, over this, you know, half a day meeting or so um, that we're teasing all this information out about the brand, about the business objectives, and about the audience. Uh, and I think it's important to note that in that meeting, it's not just myself as the strategist or the project manager that's there, the designer is also there, the developer is also there. Uh, and so while I might be leading the meeting, um, the designer, the developer, the project manager will all jump in at different points if they have questions. Because uh, I think what's great about our process is it includes all those uh, different perspectives. The way that I think about a, a website or an application is going to be inherently different than a developer, and they're going to have different considerations and different things to think about. So including them throughout the process uh, really helps us mitigate a lot of risk because uh, it's never the the situation where I'm coming up with a strategy or Crystal is coming up with a design uh, and the developer is seeing it for the first time right as they have to build it. Uh, they're included you know from from go uh, and so you know we're able to identify any risks that might come up or uh, they might have a better way of achieving a certain goal uh, that I might ha not have knowledge of because I'm not a developer uh, and so so having that collaborative process right from the beginning, um, is is really really valuable. So that's sort of the the first uh, kickoff point of the project is that discovery meeting. Once we have that discovery meeting, I take all that information, start to compile it, uh, and depending on the client, there's a number of different deliverables that will come out of that. Um, if we're thinking of uh, you know, a larger client that has more deliverables, that might include things like um, user journeys. And so this is where uh, we're mapping out each of those uh, audiences and sort of mapping their uh, process through how they might solve a particular problem or answer a, a particular question. Uh, and I think it's important to note that that's not just solving that problem on the web or answering that problem on the web. It's looking at the entire ecosystem of what that uh, problem solving looks like. Uh, and this is really beneficial because rather than looking at, okay, they're going to go to page A, then page B, and then, you know, fill out this contact form, uh, it gives us a really, uh, it, it gives us a bird's eye view of the whole process uh, and it helps us better identify um, features we can build or or ways we can streamline the process uh, that just looking at 
looking at a website uh, path uh, wouldn't give us. Uh, so that's a really valuable uh, deliverable that, that we might do. Uh, we'll also do things uh, like stakeholder interviews or user testing or also uh, really beneficial things that we'll do to, to gather more information or further refine uh, our thinking on a, on a particular project. Uh, and then really the, the last two deliverables uh, that come out of that meeting are wireframing and site mapping or, or information architecture. And so the, the site map or the information architecture is really just that. And it's the structure of the website. Um, it uh, it's includes like the main navigation, the footer navigation, where are all these pages going to go? Uh, it, it also includes some notes on here's the content we need to have on these pages. Here's how they relate to each other. Uh, gives us a really clear idea of, of what the site structure is going to be. And then wireframing is uh, just a really, basic view of the functionality and the content hierarchy on the website. Uh, so there's no design elements, there's no you know fonts or colors or images or anything like that. It's just a skeleton framework of the website. Um, and that uh, gives us uh, gives us a way to communicate to the client uh, what the website will look like without having to go through the whole process of designing and building. Uh, so it lets us sort of identify problem points uh, in a way that's easy to fix early on. It's much easier to change a wireframe than it is to change a developed product. Uh, so the, the more touch points we can have around what the functionality and interaction will look like, uh, the better. Um, and so that's something that myself as a strategist will put together, but then collaborate with design uh, sort of in that process. Uh, and we have something at CoLab we call experience reviews, which I, th I think are really, really beneficial, which is uh, where three times a week, the strategy and design team sit in the same room and we just talk through uh, what we've been working on uh, either that day or that week. And so uh, if very rarely uh, will I hand a wireframe off to Crystal or whoever the designer is that they haven't seen before uh, because that experience review is a, is a great venue uh, to sort of have those collaborative conversations. Absolutely. I think um, something that's important to kind of go back to, um, no one ever completely leaves a project. Either you're in the forefront and you fall in the background, but in the background, you're still providing feedback and resources. Um, any necessary uh, uh, thing that you might have to say, it's very valuable. Um, and then it switches and vice versa. So you might be in the forefront and then someone else falls in the background. And so in discovery is kind of where uh, Tyler or the strategist is in the forefront and then the designer and the developers in the background, but our presence is still very valuable. And so in discovery, I uh, uh, am in the later part of the meeting, but um, that's where we learn about the brand's tone, uh, the brand's personality, and any other considerations that they might have as far as UX experience goes, um, any key takeaways that they want their users to get. Um, that's where I'm looking for in discovery, and those key points are very important because um, I take those into consideration when I'm doing mood boarding. Um, and then the wireframe process as well is pretty is pretty unique. Uh, Tyler and I actually sit together. <laughs> so it's a lot of uh, me peeking over at Tyler's desk or like sliding over like, hey, can you tell me about this experience or this decision and explain and walk through that as well. Um, and so it's, it's a very natural process, but it's also very awesome. Yeah. Cool. It sounds like you guys are a great team working together on this stuff. Crystal, I'm not a graphic designer. I have no artistic skills, but I really enjoy being around people who do have artistic skills. It's fun for me. And so I want to hear about how you bring your art to the design of this and the final output. Yes. Yeah, so design isn't just an art. It's, it's science. Um, a lot of 
uh, it's a lot of strategic thinking. It's a, it's a ton of thinking. It's way more thinking than I thought it was going to be. Um, but it's all, it's all for the good. The outcome, uh, once you've thought about things thoroughly, is absolutely amazing. And it's the way that we can create products that we do, um, products that last a long time. One of our quotes is being the last digital agency you'll ever need. And it's those products and that thinking that creates those products. Um, and so our design process is very, very thorough. And it begins in this discovery phase. Um, it's even throughout wireframes, I actually take Tyler's wireframes and throw them into my dock uh, when I begin. And the first process of the design phase um, is uh, is mood boarding. And so in mood boards, we take two different concepts, and these concepts should be very distinctly different from one another. Uh, we don't want the client to um, merge the two. We want them to pick just one. So these uh, concepts can be... Um, either minimal and curated from a visual design standpoint or textured and natural. And we really want them to choose one because we want a very clear direction for the brand. Um, and in that process, we walk them through it thoroughly just so they understand what they're looking at, what they're taking away from that conversation in that meeting. Um, and then from there, we take the visual design that they have chosen and we move into design phase. And the design phase is uh, split into design stage one and two. But like a lot of our clients, we have a very um, curated process for them. It's very customizable depending on the client and their situation. So there are some projects where we combine stage one and two and just make one design phase. Um, and that's kind of where we lead off um, into the wireframes. And so I take Tyler's wireframes and I plug and play different typography. Um, and type exploration is a very important part of the project. It's probably one of the most important project parts of the project, uh, just because the typography really does set the tone for the way that the entire site feels, the way that it feels for the user, the way that it feels for the client, um, anyone directly um, interacting with the product. And so from there is where I really take out Tyler's structure and implement all the visual stuff. So the typography plays uh, comes into play, and then I plug and play different um, designed components. And so once I have that layout and that structure already in put in place, uh, I add in all of the things that make it very uh, awesome and make it very branded and make it very personalized. And that's color, that's um, different design iconography, that's link styles, um, that's a lot of photography. Um, and it's really awesome. It's really cool to see it come to life. I had a client this week say, uh, we in mood boards, we were really like just puzzled away this was gonna come to life. But now we see it in design and we're really excited and we're really see it, excited to see the way it turns out um, with functionality and in development. Well, that's a cool process. And I like the structure of it. I like how you start with typography mm -hmm. and then work in the other elements. I really like that uh, approach to the design. So that's been a great description of the process with Tyler talking about his contributions to the project and Crystal talking about her contributions to the project and the process, uh, how it flows. Morgan, I want to come back to you and have you tell us about why this process has been good for CoLab. Why have you developed this process and the benefits of it? I'd love to. Um, so Crystal and Tyler hit on a lot of things that I'd like to pull back together and summarize and articulate how that helps us achieve um, our goals for our clients and create products successfully that are effective, long-lasting, flexible, scalable, um, and do what our clients need them to do and help them grow. You know, we, we have talked about collaboration a lot during this session. It's the name of our company. We find it to be very important. And one thing I think 
Tyler and Crystal's description hopefully gives the audience a sense of is collaboration is not only critical for us internally, the the process of the team working together from start to finish, as Crystal talked about, they may take lead roles and sit back. Uh, there's a little bit of push and pull, but the constant nature of the team from start to finish and their ability to be in the weeds for every part of that, combined with the fact that we collaborate with our clients. So I want to talk about how we get successful results this way. And it really goes back to every part of the process that Tyler and Crystal just walked through. We're, we're pulling the client along the way. So at every step of Tyler's deliverables with wireframes, um, with a site map, uh, with the stakeholder interviews, with the user journeys, the client is pulled along in every part of that process so that we are incrementally giving them information and giving them a fuller and fuller picture as we go of what this this end product is going to be. And then when we move into designs, Crystal is taking that information and she's building upon it. So every step is incremental and we're building on it and we're kind of teasing up that next stage for the client. So what we don't do is start a process, take a lot of information, go into a hole and two months later come out with pick design A or B. Um, we find that the best way to get a successful end result is to add on that process incrementally so that by the time they see those ultimate designs, the response is what Crystal just experienced with one of our clients this week, which is, this is wonderful. It's spot on. And that's because we've taken the care to tease out everything we need to have a very methodical approach and make decisions based on data, based on research, based on the client's response to deliverables leading up to that point. So as I mentioned before, this process continues throughout the development stage as well. Um, and what we are trying to do is we're trying to avoid surprises at every step for the client. We're trying to ensure that they know what's going on. We have every opportunity to include their feedback and iterate as we go. And that leads us to a point where the end result is really just the culmination of everything we've worked towards so far versus uh, here's your final product and let us know what you think. By that point, they should know what to expect and it should be more of a surprise and delight type of surprise and not a, we didn't know what to expect and now we see it for the first time. So I think when when we talk about our process, it really, um, I think it, it shows how we collaborate internally. It shows how we collaborate externally with our clients. And I think that is the exact reason why we're able to get end products that serve our clients ultimate business goals which by the way mean mean that they are longer term products that they can use for years and iterate on we build them in a way that is scalable with their business and tee our clients up for success which is ultimately our goal with every single engagement we have which is to help our clients do more of something do what they do better and if we have not achieved that, then the product does not fulfill what we're intending to do. Um, and so I think that's where I kind of summarize all of this is that collaborative process is, is how we ensure we are solving the right problem, going back to your original quote that you pulled out, solving the right problem with the right solution. And I think what's important for us is, is ensuring that that is pleasant of a process as it can possibly be for the client. Morgan, Tyler, and Crystal, 
This has been fantastic. I really enjoyed you guys coming into the studio today and describing the process you have for developing solutions for your clients. Appreciate all the insights and how you do the work that you do. A lot of good details from both Tyler and Crystal. Thank you. And a great summary from Morgan. Now it's time for me to wrap this up. To our audience, you have been listening to the Agency Work Podcast. My guests today have been Morgan Witham, Tyler Pease, and Crystal Douglas from CoLab. To learn more about CoLab, go online to teamcolab.com, T-E-A-M-C-O-L-A-B.com. Thank you, Morgan, Tyler, and Crystal. Thanks so much. Thank you for having having us. And to our audience, thank you for listening. I will be back in two weeks with another discussion on collaboration, and I hope you will tune into that episode. This podcast was recorded at Red Amp Audio in Richmond, Virginia. This is Agency Work, signing off.